0: Well, um, I'm beginning to wonder. I'm beginning to wonder that we've had so many special moments happening in worship, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday in recent weeks and months. I'm beginning to wonder if people have figured out that if we keep adding special somethings to worship every Sunday, then Tommy has to cut his sermon down. (laughs) And maybe that's why it keeps happening every single Sunday, it seems like, Something's going on. Just think about in recent weeks, we've had the Sunlight Choir this morning. Today we've got Confirmation Class being confirmed in the faith. Uh, We've had the Children's Choir. We've had the Men's Chorale. We've had uh, the Handbell Choir. We've had Mother's Day celebrations. We've had all of these things. and, And as wonderful as they are, maybe the main reason is that it means I can't preach as long. Or maybe, maybe, just maybe, that it's because we've been doing this sermon series entitled Closer and Closer. The whole idea of the sermon series is that God really does desire to be close to us. And, and maybe, just maybe, God just wanted to show out a little bit and just uh, show some of the things, the wonderful and beautiful things that are going on in St. Mark's in the context of our worship each week with all of these celebrations and special occasions that we've been thinking about i'll leave that for you to decide i'm not really sure what's going on but it has been wonderful sunday after sunday to see people joining the church people being baptized special groups blessing us by leadership and worship and i thank god for that and i hope that you celebrate and thank god for that as well you know i'm still adjusting to this newborn parent Thing. Um, it's really a learning curve for me. Uh, it, it's just constantly something new. Uh, we just recently, Hillary and I, made the decision that it was time for Liliana to transition from sleeping in the bassinet by the bed to going to her own room and sleeping in her own bed. And this whole thing about newborn parenting is I'm I learning it's important to establish a routine. Or I was in the mixed blessings class today. They were talking about habits. It's important to establish some really good habits for the newborn. And so while there's some deviation, uh, this is kind of how we've been doing it. At 7.30, it's time for Liliana's last feed of the evening. And if she's still awake after that last feed... Hillary picks her up and she takes her into her bedroom and we've got a little dimmer on the light so we dim the lights and we take her over to the changing station and we change her diaper and we put on this sleep sack and then we take her up into our arms and Hillary goes over and she gets into the rocking chair with her. She turns on this little sound machine that's supposed to sound like we're on the beach in Panama City listening to the waves crash in. And then Hillary reminds Liliana every night, your mama loves you, your daddy loves you, Dasher loves you, and God loves you too. And then Hillary will begin to sing a song or two to Liliana. Most of the time, if not always, those songs are songs of our faith, songs about God and songs about God's love. And then when she's fallen asleep, Hillary quietly gets up out of that rocking chair and takes her and places her in her crib looks at her one last time, turns around, walks out, and closes the door, and Liliana cries. (laughs) Not always, but she cries. And you can go online and you can Google, well, why in the world would she be crying after being soothed to sleep so wonderfully and so beautifully? And you'll read all sorts of possible explanations. But it seems to me that if nothing else, Liliana just doesn't want to be alone. She doesn't want to be alone. But here's the thing. Liliana thinks she's alone but she's not her parents are still very very near to her in fact most of the time we're still waiting right outside the door for her to start crying <laughs> i couldn't help but think about that story that that nightly occurrence in our home when I was reading this passage of Scripture today in Acts chapter 1, verses 6 through 14. The disciples have spent three good years with Jesus. They've been there for everything, all of the healings, all of the miracles, all of the teaching opportunities. They've been there just for fireside chats at the end of the day. They have walked with Jesus throughout the bulk Of his adult ministry and and then the unthinkable happened Jesus was crucified and for a a, a moment they began to wonder if everything that they'd heard everything that they'd learned everything that they thought about Jesus was wrong and then three days later Jesus rose from the dead and Jesus then spent the next 40 days with his friends he returned to his friends I think is a way of saying that he just wanted to be closer to them he wanted them to be close to him he wanted his friends to be closer to one another he wanted his friends to be closer to God but Jesus never intended for these post resurrection appearances to last forever in fact today is ascension Sunday in the life of the church it's the day where we remember how, after that 40 day period of, in his post resurrection uh, encounters with his friends, he ascended back into heaven to be with the Lord. And I don't know exactly what all may have happened there. The scripture that we heard read this morning said that, that the disciples were just kind of gazing up as they saw Jesus being ascended and then enveloped in a cloud so that he was no longer visible to them. And I'm guessing that among the many different emotions that the disciples were experiencing that day was excitement, maybe fear, maybe amazement or astonishment, maybe a little sad maybe there were some tears that were shed. Maybe they were concerned that they were all alone. And yet what Jesus promised them in the passage of Scripture today and throughout the New Testament is that it may feel like at times that you are alone, but your parent is very, very near. In fact, Jesus wanted to make sure that we all knew that even though He did ascend back into heaven to sit at the right hand of God, that the Holy Spirit would come in all its power as a constant and consistent way of reminding all of God's people that the divine is always very near. It doesn't mean that you won't experience darkness from time to time, like every night when Liliana gets ready for bed. It doesn't mean that you're always going to be soothed by the ocean waves crashing against the beach. There are going to be times in our life where we feel like we're surrounded in darkness. When we feel like we are all alone. And yet what Jesus wants to remind us is that He's still very near. He's always very near. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in the events of life that they happen that we just kind of stand there in amazement, astonishment, maybe even fear and sadness. The two angels or the two men in our story today, messengers of God, as the disciples are standing there looking up into heaven where Jesus has ascended, they come to them and say, What are you doing? Stop looking upward and start looking outward. Because when you start looking outward, you begin to realize that you're not alone. You'll see the Holy Spirit moving and doing all sorts of incredible things, things that may ultimately be about shortening the pastor's sermon but you see the Holy Spirit just moving in marvelous, wonderful, mystical, magical ways. And you'll be reminded that one of the things that the Holy Spirit desires for us is that we would be empowered by the Spirit so that we would bear witness to the world that there are going to be moments of darkness There are going to be moments of tears. There are going to be moments where everything that you thought might soothe you is unsuccessful in doing so. But you're never alone. And the Holy Spirit wants us to bear witness to that reality in the world in which we live. God draws close to us in the hopes that we would draw closer to one another to remind us that we're never alone.